to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. From makeshift studios deep in the heart of Stately Maine Manor, this is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I am your host, Joey Harris. Today, we look at WrestleMania 5 from the WWF. WrestleMania 5 took place on April the 2nd, 1989 from the Trump Plaza in Atlantic City, New Jersey. The attendance for the event was 18,946. And we start out with... Wait, what? Folks, I apologize. Hold on just a second here. Something is happening. I'm getting a message that I'm not doing it right. I'm not plugging it the correct way. Oh, for goodness sakes. All right, folks. I've been told that someone else needs to plug this. Hold on. There, was that good enough for you? For goodness sakes, it's my show. I shouldn't be interrupted like that. So go back, go back there, go around the corner, and you stay there until I'm done. I apologize, folks. It's just, you know, sometimes you know how McMahon gets. Gorilla Monsoon welcomes us to WrestleMania 5 before throwing it to the opening ceremonies. Howard Finkel introduces Rockin' Robin to sing America the Beautiful. This is painful, and I am fast forward. They lightly clap at the end. Jesse Ventura says she should keep her day job. He and Gorilla are the announcers for the evening. We go right into our first match. King Haku with Bobby Heenan versus Hercules. Heenan says we should genuflect for Haku. Genuflect is an awfully big thing to ask these people in Atlantic City to do. Hercules comes down in light blue tights. Jesse is pumped up for WrestleMania. These guys just beat each other hard. Hercules goes after Heenan at one point. Donald Trump shows up on the front row. Both Gorilla and Jesse acknowledge him. Haku hits his patented crescent kick at one point, but doesn't get the pin. Shades of the previous year's WrestleMania, double ridge situation between the Ultimate Warrior and Hercules. But here, Hercules gets his shoulder up to win. Mean Gene Oakland interviews the Rockers who are making their WrestleMania debut against the Twin Towers. They say they are ready for the Twin Towers. Jive Soul Bro starts playing in the background while they are talking. The Rockers, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty versus the Twin Towers, Akeem and the Big Boss Man with Slick. Jesse thinks the Twin Towers are too big for the Rocker. You've got speed versus power matchup here. Power dominates early. Inside rib as Jesse razzes Gorilla's real-life son, Joey Morella. Michael's tagged in as Speed starts to make a comeback. Bossman catches him in midair and gives him a spine buster. Akeem splashes him for the pin. Welcome to the WWF Tony Schiavone. 
as he interviews Ted DiBiase and Virgil. They say there's no way Brutus Beefcake wins today. Ted DiBiase with Virgil versus Brutus Beefcake. DiBiase and Virgil greet Donald Trump on the front row. Jesse and Gorilla joke about Gorilla's gambling habits. They then joke about Jesse's famous connections out in Hollywood. Virgil cheats for DiBiase. Both men get their patented sleeper holes on during the match. Match ends in a double countout. Beefcake beats up Virgil and DiBiase afterwards. Lord Alfred Hayes gives a report of the WrestleMania brunch with the Bushwhackers. It's not my cup of tea. Your mileage may vary. The Rougeau brothers Jacques and Ramon with Jimmy Hart versus the Bushwhackers Luke and Butch. Wrestling purists may not like them, but the Bushwhackers were over with this crowd. Jesse and Gorilla argue over who is Luke and who is Butch. The Bushwhackers win after a double stomach breaker. Watch at one point, though. One of the Bushwhackers, I believe it's Luke, but it may have been Butch, reaches down and just grabs Ray Rougeau by his crotch while he's being slammed. Check it out. It's a famous Easter egg for this match. Sean Mooney gets licked by the Bushwhackers afterwards. Mr. Perfect versus the Blue Blazer. Perfect debuts the singlet. Jesse says he is close to knowing who the Blue Blazer is. Good match with Perfect bumping all over. Classic Owen match as well. Jesse does his usual shout out to his family. Actually, he asked Gorilla to do his usual shout out to Jesse's family. And Gorilla says, that's your job. This is an underrated match. Perfect wins with the perfect plex, but this is the underrated match of the night, in my view. Jesse then gets his usual introduction at WrestleMania. A Jesse chant goes out. Jesse's at the top of his powers here. He doesn't have but like a year and some change left in the WWF, but he's making the most of it here. Lord Alfred Hayes talks about the 5K that took place that weekend. Fuji runs in a tux with his cane. That's how I always want to run my 5Ks, in a tux with a cane. I bet you would stand out. I bet you they would let you go first. Run DMC performs the WrestleMania rap. It doesn't go over well. The crowd doesn't seem into it. You can fast forward it. Gorilla didn't like it, but Jesse did. Gorilla says a little of that goes a long way with him. Flashback to the Survivor Series double turn of Demolition and the Powers of Pain and everything that led up to today. Mean Gene interviews Axe and Smash. They say they're going to take care of business and take out Fuge the Stooge. If they said Fuge the Stooge once, they probably said it a thousand times. That's the only thing they could think of. Because when you think about it, you really can't say Fuji the Stooge. That just doesn't work. I may be over-caffeinated today, folks. I apologize. WWF Tag Team Championship match. Demolition Axe and Smash versus the Powers of Pain, the Warlord, and the Barbarian with Mr. Fuji. This is a two-on-three handicap match. Demolition has awesome outfits. Gorilla is skeptical that Fuji ran in the 5K in a tux. Fuji does his pre-match salt routine. Fuji comes in when the powers of pain are in control. Fuji at one point accidentally nails the warlord with salt and gets pinned after a demolition 
decapitation. Randy Savage refuses to talk to Tony Giovanni. You know, I like Tony, but I bet that's not the first time somebody's refused to talk to him. I'll have to look into that. Dino Bravo with Frenchie Martin versus Ronnie Garvin. I didn't know that Frenchie Martin was still Dino Bravo's manager this late. I thought he had already switched over back to Jimmy Hart, or switched over to Jimmy Hart, rather. But Frenchie is still here. I always held a soft spot in my heart for Frenchie, even though I never liked the USA is not okay placard that he always carried around. There's a bizarre WrestleMania moment here as makes you cringe thinking about his past because he killed his girlfriend, Jimmy Snuka, is introduced. He comes down, takes a bow, and leaves. There's no other way to say it. Right before the match, come, take a bow, then leave. Bravo wins after an okay match with a side suplex. Garvin attacks Martin and ends the match with the Garvin stomp, which is what the kids in Bristol did before there was a Bristol stomp. They are still sharp as pistols, though. The Brain Busters, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, with Bobby Heenan, versus Strike Force, Tito Santana and Rick Martel. Jesse puts over the Busters huge. Santana hits Martel with a flying forearm accidentally at one point. This is a good match going here. Martel walks away from a tag and then leaves. Anderson hits a patented spine buster. The busters win with a spike pile driver. Mean Gene interviews Rick Martel. He is sick and tired of Mr. Tito. WrestleMania 5 Piper's Pit segment. Brother Love comes out with a kilt-like skirt on. He does some Roddy Piper shtick. Morton Downey Jr. then comes out. This was months, like a couple of months maybe, before uh, Morton Downey Jr.'s just downfall when he's found out that he says he was attacked by Nazis in a bathroom, but he did it all himself. It's a whole thing. They do a little back and forth. Then Roddy Piper comes out. The crowd loves Piper here. He deals with Brother Love first as Downey throws cigarettes at him. He rips off Brother Love's skirt and he runs to the back. He and Downey then trade insults until Piper sprays Downey with a fire extinguisher. Mean Gene talks about no holes barred, then gives us a look at the film. Sean Mooney interviews Donald Trump. I don't get political here, but Trump's speech patterns and vocabulary haven't changed in 30 years. Jesse is irate that Hogan has made no holds barred, infringing on Jesse's territory in Hollywood. They show the mega powers forming at WrestleMania 4 in the lead up to WrestleMania 5. Mean Gene interviews Hulk Hogan. He didn't see the Macho Man's betrayal coming, but he's prepared for it. He also said Savage had been eaten alive by jealousy. Andre the Giant with Bobby Heenan versus Jake Roberts with Damien. Big John Studd is a special guest referee. A turnbuckle pad is missing and Roberts goes down early. Andre hated both Roberts and Studd in real life. Andre does his tied up rope spot that he liked to do at one point. Jesse says that Gorilla is getting worse than McMahon with his biased announcing. Ted DiBiase comes down and grabs the bag containing Damien. Roberts follows him and gets it back as Andre attacks Studd. Roberts throws Damien in and Andre bails. Roberts wins 
by disqualification. Sean Mooney interviews fans in the upper deck and gives a shout out to perennial WrestleMania celebrity favorite Bob Euchre, calling them the Bob Euchre seats. So even though Euchre's not here, he gets a shout out at WrestleMania. Tony Schiavone interviews Sensational Sherry. Try saying that three times fast, folks. She says she's going to take the title back from Rockin' Robin, and that is no wonder with Miss Elizabeth that the Mega Powers exploded. Greg Valentine and the Honky Tonk Man with Jimmy Hart versus the Hart Foundation, Bret Hart and Jim Neidhart. The Not Quite Yet Rhythm and Blues team up to take on the Hart Foundation. Inside joke during the match as Gorilla and Jesse talk about Pat Patterson being a relic. Gorilla also talks about Greg Valentine taking a long time to warm up, so if you're drinking at home, take a shot. Neidhart intercepts Jimmy Hart's megaphone, and Bret Hart gets the pin after nailing Honky Tonk Man with it. They flash back to the Super Pose Down. WWF Intercontinental Championship match. The Ultimate Warrior versus Rick Rude with Bobby Heenan. The ladies love Rude. Now, folks, I'm going to give you an Easter egg here. All right? Anytime before this match, look at the hard camera. You see where Donald Trump is sitting. Four or five seats down from him on the screen left. So if you're facing the television to your left, there is a man that looks like Hugh Hefner. I don't know if it is Hugh Hefner, but to me, he looks like Hugh Hefner. As Rude is coming down here, this is Donald Trump's section. As Rude is coming down here, and they show a shot of the ladies loving him in the audience, look behind the Hugh Hefner-looking guy, and there, in Donald Trump's section, which means was invited and brought by Donald Trump, is... Marla Maples. Two years before her role in WrestleMania 7, Marla Maples made it to WrestleMania. Warrior also gets a good pop coming out. Rude puts Warrior over as a powerhouse by selling his ass off. Rude even hits a missile drop kick at one point. Even pace match. Rude has his work cut out for him. Warrior suplexes Rude in, but he then grabs the leg. And Rude falls on top to win. New champion. Warrior presses Heenan and drops him badly. Bad News Brown versus Jim Duggan. This is a pure brawl. Not many wrestling holes here. Brown brings in a chair at one point. Duggan counters with his 2x4. There's a double disqualification. Mean Gene interviews the Red Rooster. He's going to take care of Weasel Heenan. The Red Rooster versus Bobby Heenan with the Brooklyn Brawler. Short match. Rooster wins after Heenan is thrown into a post. Brawler comes in for some shots on Rooster afterwards. Mean Gene interviews Miss Elizabeth. She says that this is a difficult day for her and she hopes that neither man is injured. Tony Schiavone says no one wants to miss this one. Sean Mooney is on the arena floor. Both men have their fans in the building, and it's a split decision as to who they think will win. WWF Championship match. Randy Savage versus 
Hulk Hogan. Miss Elizabeth is in a neutral corner. Savage comes out first. Jesse puts him over huge. Elizabeth comes out next to Macho Man's music. Jesse calls her a gold digger. Jesse then questions why Savage came out first since he is the champion. Hogan is over huge with the crowd. The match starts out slowly. Jesse utters the immortal line, Who the hell was Elizabeth before she met Macho? Hogan uses some nice wrestling moves during this match. Hogan chant goes out at one point. Jesse and Gorilla argue over Hogan and Savage cheating. This is some classic banter. Jesse will not back down here. Hogan starts bleeding over the eye about halfway through. Both men are definitely bringing their A-game. Savage works on the cut eye. Hogan goes to ram Savage into the corner post, but Elizabeth won't let him. Savage pushes Liz away from ringside. The referee then sends her away. Now Savage would not trust anybody else. He wouldn't let the regular security guard who are escorting people back and forth to the ring touch Elizabeth. So, if you notice when she comes down, Pat Patterson's arms are around her the whole way. Patterson was the only one Macho Man would trust. Savage then gives Hogan the steamboat throat treatment. Savage worked this match with a staph infection in his elbow. It, it, it was just a Herculean effort. Hogan kicks out of the elbow drop. Big boot, leg drop, and pin. New WWF champion. Savage, if you notice another Easter egg here, Savage's belt when he comes in is a Velcro strap belt. That is what Savage preferred. Hogan leaves with a snap strap belt. That is what Hogan preferred. So they had two world heavyweight championship belts at ringside. Hogan must pose. Jesse threatens to come out of retirement to take on Hogan. They sign off from Atlantic City. Hey folks, if you like the show, please leave a review in iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or your podcast platform of choice. There are a number of ways that you can contact me. You can follow the show's Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. You can email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Joey Harris. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey Harris saying so long from Stately, Maine, Manor. Hey McMahon, where are we going to eat? The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media.